Sanda Beta on SAFM. Okay, so to the 22nd International AIDS Conference now in Amsterdam in the Netherlands, where Chriselta Dudumashe spoke to Commissioner Sheila Kama about alternative indigenous therapies for HIV. Let's get more. Good afternoon and welcome, Koko. Or shall I say Togoza? Togoza is South Africa where you are and good afternoon. And it's nice to be here with you, Koko, as well. Now, Koko, it's more than three decades later in knowing about HIV, 22nd year of uh, the AIDS conference, uh, the International AIDS Conference. Uh, what has been the gains in involving traditional and alternative uh, therapies in uh, HIV interventions? What I would uh, rise up and, and applaud South Africa, we managed to bring, they've managed to bring uh, traditional health practitioners, Abelapi, to, to be part of the South African AIDS you know, management. And they are part now of the South African National AIDS Council and as, as, as equal partners in terms of uh, the, the civil society. So they also play a major role in assisting government to look at angles and other areas of alternative that people might prefer in terms of their health care. Would you say that's enough though? It is not enough because we are not seeing the proactiveness. We are not seeing them being supported and being lift up, you know, to play that crucial role because they are the, they are the gateway for South Africans, for Africans majority, 80% that wants to go somewhere for their health care. So it's not enough. Nothing so much except that it's, it's that acknowledgement that we are there, but it's not enough. Now, Koko, from where I sit, knowing that I grew up in an environment where when, um, you know, uh, there's indigestion of sort or um, bloatedness and, and the many ailments um, that would be taken care of uh, by traditional medicines, I am watching in keen interest, at, uh, looking at all the programs, and I don't see uh, meaningful participation at plenary uh, for traditional practices. Uh, why is this so many years later? I think for us, you know, in government, for you to go there, there should be a political will. You know, people should create a space, a safe space. This is who we are as Africans, and this is our health care. If a space is not provided, we can bulldoze a space that is foreign for, for us. We are saying, let government open and engage with us, you know. Also in terms of saying, well, they are saying the efficacy of our traditional medicine, but we are saying, guys, you've used this medicine. They worked for you. Maybe it's because of the global change but give us a chance, give yourself a chance because this is alternative, sometimes it's available freely because it's not only traditional medicine, there's traditional food, imiroko and many other things that you use to better yourself, you know but if the space is not created, it's very difficult because I'm telling you that the gates are locked there's, there's a saying that um, you know traditional medicines and traditional practitioners don't use evidence-based uh, information in, in, in treating, in, in um, informing. Uh, what is your take on that? I think it, it, will, it again it becomes unfair when you 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 you. You, you want to bring things in an African space where would say I've used Umsonyane for decades and Umsonyane it's known it's any, in any yard that is evidently if you look at the WHO policies they would say if the medicine has been used more than 100 years that's more than efficacy that's more than enough that the state can start to use it but again the problem is that you want to subject the testing of traditional medicine using the westernized standards which would not work in, in an African way and remember the language itself 
the testing itself, it's foreign to us, and we want to give that off too. And there's an issue of the intellectual properties, you know, and for us, you don't isolate compounds, you use the plant as collectively as it is, so that it becomes evidently placed. If it's umshonyan, it's umshonyan, you can't make it a worm wood where you've isolated a certain compound, then you make something else. I've, I'm also noticing a lot of uh, traditional healers uh, from the Chinese descent. How are you going to ensure that, um, because many of them, Batwasa uh, in Guazulu in Natal, in, in Limpopo, how do you ensure that you protect the intellectual property of Africans? I think government should wake up now that uh, people come to Africa for the knowledge. We gave the world everything. What we're still holding on, it's our culture, tradition, and the medicine that we have. You should know that most of our medicine are not even patented in South Africa. They are in Germany, in America, and outside. You know, we don't have what belongs to us, but it is here. It's grown here, and we're supposed to use it. What we are saying, I don't. government has to assist us, because for us, it's a spiritual part of a person. But knowing an African, an African will go to an extent, even telling you that use Ilabatega to better yourself, you know, and others then will use that knowledge and, you know, commercialize it for their own benefit. And we are seeing people coming into South Africa to come and still, not actually because of their other spiritual, we would say they are spiritual, but it's more commercialized now. You know, all, if you can go in all markets, you know, markets with shops and high class markets, those are traditional medicine, but not in the hand of traditional healers. Togoza Kok, I think uh, we'll have this discussion when we go back home. Togoza Kok. Togoza Kok, and that was Okoko Shilakama, who is chairperson of the Legal Services and Conflict Resolution Committee at Rights Commission. And that's where we end this conversation and uh, look out for more conversations around uh, the 22nd uh, International AIDS Conference. That's me, Chris Alda Dudumashe, thanking Johannesburg.